It's funny because it's F-U-C-K me. Fuck me. That's what it says. Sounds like. <laughs> That's why she called the song that. Did you mm, know that? I didn't know did that. You Who's that? Amy? <laughs> some some awful lady. Rachel, did you not hear what I just explained to you? Mm-hmm. It's not about Amy. Mm-hmm. It sounds like fuck me. That's why it's called that. If F-U-C-K me. Did gotcha. you not know that then? Nope. Jesus Christ. Are you kidding me? You thought she just had a song called If You Seek Amy? Yeah. Whatever it takes. That rage will get you through. So welcome to another episode of the Degrassi Every Episode Ever Marathon Podcast. I'm Rachel. And I'm Tyne Daly from <laughs> I love the Tyne show, Daly. This is uh, the most exciting. The show Cagney and Lacey. <laughs> I used to love watching <laughs> Judging Amy. Tyne Daly. And she yeah, was she the was mom. Great. Was she Cagney or Lacey? I never watched Cagney and Lacey. Uh, I don't know which one she was. She's I did one of them. It. I know that. I did watch it, but I don't know who Rizzoli or Isles was either. <laughs> I didn't watch that one as much. No, I don't know which. I think I'm assuming Rizzoli was what's her name who was on Law and Order. Mm. Angie Harmon. Oh, Rizzoli. <laughs> I realized the other day um, when I made an Avengers joke on Instagram that part of the reason why I've never seen so many of the shows that you saw was that in the late 80s and early 90s, I was watching like Get Smart and the Avengers and other like crime-ish shows, both British and American. Cool. That's all I got. But I was like, oh, this is why I never saw any of those shows because I was watching all these things on like Nick at Night or wherever they were showing them. Mr. Ed, they had that on Nick at Night. Mm. Did you watch that? No, that was terrible. Uh, horse is a horse, of course, of course. I can't believe that show was on for years. Yeah, well, people were stupid then. <laughs> we really a lot gained <laughs> intelligence since the people. 50s. That was like th- that show was on when people were like, "Oh my goodness, television!" Like they mm-hmm. still couldn't believe and that there was a horse, box that what? like transmitted waves and you could see them. Yeah, they didn't have refrigerators then, so like yeah. a TV is really something. People were marked markedly more stupid then. Yeah, yeah, and I bet kids today are like, "Think we must be really stupid." Yeah. Well, they're probably right. Yeah, it's probably true. Uh, horse is a horse, of course, of course. Everyone, no something, 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 a horse. No one can talk to a horse, of course, unless, of course, the horse, of course, is the famous Mr. Ed. That's the song. <laughs> it's a lot of of courses. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Just, I'm pretty sure those are the correct lyrics. Yeah. I'm pretty sure. I feel like there's one more bit that you're missing. A horse is a horse, of course, of course, and no one can talk to a horse, of course, unless, of course, the horse, of course, is the famous Mr. Ed. I'm pretty sure that's it. <laughs> this is the greatest moment in the history of the Degrassi Everything Ever Marathon podcast. And I'm podcast. trying to get Pat to remember the Mr. Ed theme song. I I'm pretty sure those are the words, all mm-hmm. of the words to the song. Mm-hmm. The theme songs were short in those days. They were. Thank God. Mm. I was watching... Uh, I'm not a Game of Thrones watcher, mm. but I watched last night's episode and I watched the one last week. So I've seen two episodes in the last season of Game of Thrones and that's it. Cool. That is a long intro. They have a very long theme song because there are a shitload of people on that show and who work well, on that show. Well, it gets longer like every year because yeah. they like add things to yeah. it. Oh, but it was intense. It was like three minutes of, of credits 
And that's not even the end credits with everyone who It's like Game of Thrones. It's like Game of Thrones. It's like Game of Thrones. Someone who works at my work uh, is from Ireland, and she used to work on Game of Thrones the first season. She's like, pretty much all of Ireland is employed by Game mm-hmm. of Thrones, or was when they were filming more of it there. The Game of Thrones s- song. Like three of her family members also worked on Game of Thrones. Yeah, I'm sure they just get everybody. Mm-hmm. The end of that song sounds like Merry, 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 Merry Christmas. Mm-hmm. I, I love Carol of the Bells, so I do kind of like that song because I was like, ooh, it does remind me of Carol of the Bells. Right? Yeah. See, I say that, I sing it yeah. like that all the time. I feel like Adrian just ignores me. Yeah. I mean, I, I, my only thinking last night as I was watching this like horrific hour and a half long battle scene um, was like, Degrassi is so much better of a show. I mean, that's com- <laughs> I, 100% not true. <laughs> like 5,000% not true. But no, you can have you can have subjective. that opinion. <laughs> you can certainly have that opinion, but I think <laughs> definitely not true. Um, I don't like a lot of like fantasy kind of things, and I really don't like watching battle scenes or action-y kind of stuff. I'm not, I don't see any of the superhero movies. It's just not my jam. I much prefer uh, things rooted in reality. And I was thinking about how much Degrassi can take things that can really happen to people instead of things that don't really happen to people in real life. But those things, the things that happen on those shows are things that happen to people in real life. Yeah. Just because there's a dragon in it doesn't mean that. Bringing people back to life as zombies. Right. Of course. But like all of that stuff is like has greater meaning. No, but also has greater meaning. And it's like speaking of to other things. These Mm -hmm. aren't shows that are just like Lord of the Rings isn't just like a fucking movie book about like dwarves going to find a ring. There's deeper meaning to all of the things in there. Yeah. You just have to care to yeah, think I, about I it. I just think that some of it is better written than others, and I don't, I'm not a fan of this thus far. Of My the two, two episodes. episodes of Game of Thrones <laughs> that you saw, where you have absolutely no <laughs> care of about the characters <laughs> that most people have been watching for like 100 episodes. Mm-hmm. So that's okay. That's <laughs> Are you a fan? Yeah, I fucking love it. We're huge fans. My mm. wife, my wife, I didn't even and I, know that about you. Yeah, we're very big fans. Mm. I was surprised, though, that especially like when I watched last week's episode, the battle I could do without. That was very, very um, it's not the kind the reason why I could do without it is that I don't want to see that. I don't want to watch TV. I'm not into like violence of any kind, really. I try to like I can't deal with that as much like the things about Breaking Bad that stick out in my memory still are the super violent scenes. And it's not that those aren't necessary to the story it's just that like it's not i'm not into it um because it gotcha. sticks with me it's like that's the kind of thing that like ugh, like the ugh, all the undead people in last night's the army well it's of not zombies. a show for i can't you. i can't so but, but I, I but i when i was watching the episode the week before i was like oh i can see why people like this hmm. but i'm not i couldn't sit through all of the stuff i would have to sit through to get through that story well not everything is for everybody it no, doesn't exactly. make, make it bad no i didn't say it was bad i said i you didn't said like grassy was a better show that's my subjective opinion okay. that's not that it's bad it's just that i said that it's a better show i was also making a joke because we have a degrassi podcast oh so i should like degrassi but you're right <laughs> But I hate a lot of these episodes of the show. But this is a good one. Yeah. This is a good episode. Episode 
It's a two-parter. We're at episodes number uh, 314 and mm-hmm. 315, which are the 51st and the 52nd episode of Degrassi. But because we've just been so inundated with two-parters, mm-hmm. oh my goodness, including this one, mm-hmm. it's, uh, it's the 43rd episode of Degrassi, which means we're almost like 10 episodes behind what the actual number is. Mm-hmm. It's called Accidents Will Happen. Accidents Will Happen is an Elvis Costello and the Attraction song. Rachel. What is your favorite Elvis Costello song? We can have it could be Elvis Costello and the Attractions, Elvis Costello and the Imposters, just straight up Elvis Costello. What is your favorite Elvis Costello? Declan McManus. That's his real name. <laughs> Declan McManus. That's I do know that. Name. It's funny. I re- know so much about Elvis Costello, and he seems like such like a a person that's been a figure in my life. I wouldn't say he's made like a huge difference. I know like so little of his music though. I realized that I never really, I never went out of my way to listen to anything. And it's not something that despite how present he seemed to be like not heard on the radio very much. No, it was not a big, uh, no, it wasn't like a superstar. Yeah. But I'm just, but the kind of radio that I listened to, I thought that I would have heard it more. Uh, there and I was were like, a couple oh, I only really know like maybe five songs actually. Mm. Um, and they're all like the the big hits, the bigger hits. The bigger like, hits with like Allison Radio Radio. Mm-hmm. And like Pump It Up. Pump, and yeah, um, Pump It Up. What's so um, funny about Peace, Love, and Understanding? It's not even his yeah, song. That's a cover. Um, God, I can't, I'm like, I just lost one of them. Uh, Watching the Detectives oh, was Veronica. Little, Veronica. No, was there hit. was um, Owen's Army. Oliver's Army. Oliver, Oliver's Army. That would have been a hit. That's on yeah, the Greatest that Hits album. That's what I knew too. Um, he but says yeah, the N word like, in that song. I know, but but in a slightly weird context. He also called Ray Charles an N word to his face Ooh. in a in a drunken rage. Wow. Elvis Costello has some problematic uh, things in his past, <laughs> mostly the fact that he called Ray Charles an N word to his face. Yeah. There's also like contextual things too. He couldn't see him say yeah. it, Ray Charles. He couldn't see Elvis Costello <laughs> say it to his face, but he sure as hell heard it, and it didn't go over well. Oh man. Um, but yeah, that aside. Mm-hmm. So you don't have a song choice? Uh, watching the detectives probably. That's a but good. One. I don't even honestly. I don't even love it though because it gets really repetitive towards the end. I like something about the sound of it, but I wish that it would go somewhere else. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that's my. Uh, I was. I found it so strange. I was like, oh, I feel like I know so much about Elvis Costello. And what like, do you know about been, him? Some trivia. I'm not, some trivia. Declan McManus. Yes, that I, I know. That. that I know. Um. But it was just like, oh, this is so weird. I feel like I, I thought I knew more songs. And I was like, wait, but I couldn't, when I was thinking, I'm like, what is an Elvis Costello song? And I couldn't think of anything offhand. I had to listen to some Elvis Costello today. Veronica was a late period hit song mm-hmm, for him. Mm-hmm. He had a hit there. I feel like he did an Unplugged or something at mm-hmm. some point, maybe. Very famous for the Saturday Night Live appearance mm-hmm. when he was told not to play radio, radio, and then he played it anyway, and then mm-hmm. he was banned from the show. Yeah. He has since been unbanned and returned to the show. How long did it take for him to get unbanned? Uh, I believe he did. He came out. He was never like, uh, this could be wrong. You know how sometimes I just say things like, I, like yeah, I'm an yeah. expert, but I don't really know? Uh-huh. I think. Like how I said that Degrassi was better than Game of Thrones, but. <laughs> Well, that's on your opinion, so that's podcast. not an expert. <laughs> on our Degrassi podcast. <laughs> well, no, because that's not, that's not, there's that's nothing not factual about mm-hmm. that. So. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think it was when 
it, at one of the anniversary shows. Mm-hmm. So it was like maybe like the 20th anniversary of SNL and they mm-hmm. did like a special show and he came out and he did Radio Radio the same way in which he did it uh, the first time around. Mm-hmm. And then they had made peace. But I don't think he's been like a musical guest all that much. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to ask your favorite song, but then I have another point I need to bring up. So I love Elvis Costello. Mm-hmm. So... <laughs> Is he in your top 10? I feel like we've gone through these before. Well, I, I one time you, recently I was asked for my top 10 and I gave a top 13. Oh, yeah, true. And he was one of them. Oh, okay. So then he's allowed. He's one of your favorites. Yeah, he is uh, He <laughs> is. He is one of my favorite uh, artists. Mm-hmm. I couldn't pick a single song. It's not. It, he's one of those artists that is just completely not about the songs. It's about yeah. the albums. Yeah, yeah. And like the well, first, I think that that's also what I was kind of feeling was that I was like, he is such a personality, like and like somehow representative. But I was like, the songs didn't really mean much to me, like individually listening. The to albums them. are well, I love a lot yeah. of the songs, but the first like five or six albums, and then there's some late period albums that are really great too. If I had to like, if I was like, God damn, I don't want to go to Chelsea is probably my favorite, mm-hmm. but th- he has from the same album. Uh, this year's model, the opening track, No Action, is my favorite side one, track one of all time. Mm. That's my favorite opening song mm-hmm. to an album. Mm-hmm. It's like barely a minute. Mm. It's fucking great. You gotta listen to that. Uh, this year's, mo- and I mean, if I'm picking albums, those first three are like pretty untouchable as a trilogy, mm-hmm. but probably uh, this year's model. Mm-hmm. is my favorite of his albums. He's great. I'm going to go see him this summer. Oh, cool. He's playing at uh, the Forest Hills Oh, stadium, place yeah, yeah. With Blondie. Ooh. How's I that saw, for, how's that saw, for a one-two punch? I saw Debbie Harry and Chris Stein in conversation recently, and Debbie Harry's still so fucking cool. Adrian saw Blondie like maybe a year or two ago mm-hmm. when they were playing with Garbage. Yeah, yeah. So we're going to go see them, and that's at Forest Hills Stadium, which means you'll be home by 1030. Nice. <laughs> they so shut good. that place down. They do, because it's outside. I it's know. in the neighborhood. It's like a fucking hammer of the gods comes down on you, and lights coming up at like 1030. Mm-hmm. It's too early. I think it's too early. Yeah. Because then the show's got to start at like 6. Yeah, and like no one's done work then. Exactly. It so, only works for people who don't work. It's just like you got to make a whole, you really got to like take make a day of it and take a day off. Yeah. But it is a nice little venue. Yeah, I still haven't been. I need to go. It's nice, but they like this, and no one cares because they're not the people on the broomheads aren't going to be there. But it's like the seating's like not great. It's mm. like bleachers. Oh yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, so what was the point you were going to make about Elvis? Oh Costello? well, about uh, the controversy oh. of Elvis Costello being banned from SNL, oh. and this episode that we're discussing. Oh, good segue. Was also, I was like, I know I have to go through Pat's whole favorites part, which might take a while, knowing knowing you and most of the, <laughs> the artists that are chosen for these. <laughs> but um, yeah, this episode wasn't shown in the U.S. originally. So what does that mean? Else. Does that mean that when it was like originally on, because I think they just skipped it. But that that would be like <laughs> they were airing it on the end. Mm-hmm. And they just didn't play it. They just like skipped over this huge episode. Mm-hmm. Wow. I knew that it was banned, but I wasn't sure like how it aired in America. And what I found really surprising. So there's an abortion in an episode of Degrassi Next Class, 
where they actually show someone like in the room and stuff like that. And this might like hint a little bit about how I feel. I mean, I feel very strongly about these episodes, period, but about how abortion shouldn't be as big of a deal as people make it out to be. It is Mm -hmm. a medical procedure. It is not even like, it's not like Paige's rape scene really was like so evocative and like, Yes. I felt so strongly. And this was like, you're at a doctor's office. You've like already made this decision. And I know that it's like, it can be a traumatic experience for a lot of people for a lot of reasons around the thing, but the actual procedure is not like anything to write home about. Right. And and I feel like this should be so much more normalized. And the fact that like this wasn't shown because it's like, Oh, it just made me really mad thinking about well, that. Well, it's, what year is it? It's not that long ago. 2003. 2003. 2004, something like that. So by the time it gets to America, because i that's what I was going to ask. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know how, what the rollout was of these. for this show in America. I don't know Was either. it like right away? Um, Probably close to when it was, but I don't know. That's yeah. a good question. So even if, so let's say it was like the next year and it might not have been, it might've yeah. just been the same year, but even if it was the next year, it's what, 2004. Yeah. Yeah. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. But I guess it's like, it's not, even, it, I, I don't know. I, I, I can't even v- wrap my head around. Well, I, I guess they'd probably get a lot of letters. <laughs> <laughs> Ultimately, they probably just get a lot of letters. Yeah, and they're like, and they we don't want to show that because we don't want to hear it from they people. They just don't want the letters. Yeah. I the mean, Christians. I, yeah, I am, ugh, I, I don't even want to get into it. I, I get so riled up about abortion rights and where this country is right now and how ridiculous it is. So I will get up on my soapbox once and then I won't bring it up again. But like, it is not your choice to make for someone else. You don't have to tell me. You don't, you don't have to yell at me. It's not like Game of I'm Thrones. I'm like wagging my finger It's not finger like Game of Thrones and Degrassi here. I, I, we, on this topic, you and I are simpatico. Mm-hmm. We agree pretty close on this mm-hmm, topic. Mm-hmm. I couldn't agree more. Imagine like I was just like, well, Rachel, and I like completely was against you. And you didn't know that. And I was like, well, you know it's murder, I'd probably right, walk Rachel? out this door. It is. It's the murder of a child. You mm-hmm. listen to the heartbeat. <laughs> Imagine. No, we agree on this. So whatever soapbox you're on, I'm standing there right there next to you. It's crazy. And I will add, it is... So we're in 2003 or four, whenever this aired, we're like upset that they wouldn't air this in America. This That was 15 years ago. Mm -hmm. Is my math? Yeah, yeah, 15 years ago. It's about 15 years ago. And it's now 2019, and it's fucking worse. Yeah. It's getting way it's worse. It's getting way worse. States are banning it. Mm-hmm. It's like, and and if they're not banning it, they're making it impossible to have mm-hmm. them for anybody to get them. Yeah. There's no clinics in fucking certain states that you know this. They do things where they like measure the, the fucking hallways in certain abortion clinics on purpose because they know the hallways won't be wide enough. So they become illegal and unusable. It's mm-hmm. fucking and it is calculated. And we are so lucky to live in a state that is not doing that. They're actually protecting more of the rights. I will say to anyone who doesn't understand late-term abortion to do a little research that's not from a Christian company. Um, there's a really great documentary called After Tiller that's about the four remaining late-term abortion doctors in the U.S. And it kind of it really gives you an idea of why women are getting these 
procedures that are very expensive and very hard to get. And it's mostly because the babies that they're carrying have extreme genetic conditions that mean that they're essentially not going to live once they're born. Um, or it's putting the mother's health in danger. It's not because they were dumb and like didn't know they were pregnant or because they uh, just decided at the last minute they didn't want to have this baby. It's mostly like older women who are like who have babies that are not viable. Like they're not babies. Like they're going right. to be dead babies soon. And it's very expensive to have babies in this country. So it's like these procedures are just as expensive, but a little less dramatic than like giving birth to a baby that's just going to die. And But you know what? But that's also someone's choice to make. That's not my choice to make for them. If they want to carry that baby to term, that's their choice. If they don't, that's their choice too. I agree. I got nothing to add. I just, I just agree. He's wagging my She's finger yelling at, at me. I agree. This oh. is like when we got heated about the Jon Snow fighting on the fucking dragon. <laughs> like, not that heated. This is a thing we agree on. How'd you feel about uh, how dark the episode was? I think everyone needs to fucking give it a rest. Turn your lights off. Watch TV with your lights off. You'll mm-hmm. see it. It'll be fine. Um, the thing, and Trump is weaponizing this f- for, and he's getting his base all riled up about mm-hmm. it. Did you see the thing? And I mean, this might come out of the episode because I don't know exactly what he said, but did you see the quote when he was like at his rally? He was talking about like, and they have the baby and they give birth to the baby and they wrap it up and they care. And then the nurses and the woman go into room and decide whether or not they're going to execute the baby. That after doesn't it's happen. Born, after it's born. Oh my god! This is what he they tells to, people. The though, Catholic and they Church used that. to use like the partial birth abortion thing as like the big thing, which is not what's happening these days. Like, but the thing is, I I had a teacher in college um, for a politics class that I took freshman year, and I remember her very clearly saying in two thousand three, it was two thousand two or two thousand three that I took her class. And she said, you know, the problem is when, and this is how the gun rights activists feel too, when they take one thing away, then they can keep chipping away at it. And that's how like any kind of thing against like abortion rights, like as soon as you start taking one thing, then it's like, well, let's just retract it further and further. Like these six week bans are fucking insane because most women don't know they're pregnant by that That's fucking crazy. And that thing is not going to, if it can't live outside of you, it is not a child. I'm sorry. Like, it is going to one day be a child, but it is not a child yet. Oh, okay. I got to get off the soapbox. I was going to say one more thing. <laughs> Fuck, what did I forget? Oh, oh, oh. The thing also is, like, it's... It, it, the country's founded on the idea of a separation of, of church, church and state. state. This is this what is makes me so mad. Obvious I lived fucking... in England where it's still a, an Anglican nation technically. So they get off like good Friday and Easter Monday, but they are so much less religious than this fucking country that we live in that like, there are so many people who believe so many different things here and like you're entitled to believe that stuff as long as it doesn't affect other people. I think. Yeah, you. As don't, soon as you, you start, you don't want to have abortions. Deciding, don't have them. As soon as you start deciding what other people are allowed to do or not do, it no, no. Listen, why do you? Why do you care if I go to hell? 
Yeah. It's just more room in heaven for you. And also, like, you're not going to take care of that baby once it's alive. No, they like, they won't. don't give a shit about the people that are actually living. Well, they, they don't wanna... give a shit about fucking babies who are trying to, whose parents are trying to uh, flee their country and no. get fucking amnesty here. No. That they separate them from their parents. They don't give a shit about them. Those no. babies. Exactly. You're fucking kidding me? It's bullshit. It's oh. This is a fun episode so yeah. far of our show. I think this is a really, <laughs> really good one. I think it started off on a yeah. great foot when we got in a fight about mm-hmm. Game of Thrones, and then it just. I I want to say that I was trying to make a joke, but. <laughs> <laughs> I'm saying that I that argued. I probably <laughs> took that one too seriously. Yeah, and I'm taking like, the hit on that one. I was hoping you would laugh when I said that Degrassi is better than Game of Thrones. <laughs> I don't know what to tell you. We're on edge. This is an edgy day. It's an edgy day. It's an edgy you know? episode. I'm on edge. I'm, I'm I'm on fire. Mm-hmm. I'm edgy. I'm on fire. Mm-hmm. We'll get to that later. Yeah. We haven't even talked. So Manny gets an abortion. Yeah, I mean, we should probably talk about what happens to yeah, get there. Yeah, it's but. a lot. It's heavy. This is what we call heavy, heavy bones. bones. This is <laughs> this is why they, they. You know what's fucking hilarious? Mm-hmm. Can I just say this is hilarious? I just realized this. Yeah. So the tagline in America. I don't know if this is a tagline in Canada. In America, mm-hmm. the tagline of this show, and we say it all the time because we do it at the end of the episode, yeah. is. It goes there. Yes. Now, this is the episode that is probably the 10 out of 10. It's actually, honestly, it's really not. I, but as far as like yeah. taboo things. I had to really think about that. And this is what I was saying before about normalizing and like, you yeah. know, not giving anything away yet. But like, I couldn't. They've all seen the episode. I couldn't give it. A, oh, I see. I know. I couldn't. Like, I when I went to write, I was like, this would be a 10 out of 10. Like, Jimmy getting shot is probably going to be a 10 out of 10. Sure. Um, JT getting stabbed also probably a 10 he's, out of he 10. Died. He's mur- he dies. He's died. That's a, that's a big he's deal. Murdered. Yeah, he's but murdered. like, the thing is, this is so taboo, but it should be normal. And that made me want to give it an even lower point. Scoring because I, I was like, no, this shouldn't be a ten. Like, I agree with you, but having it's, said it's that, it's a really, it's a really difficult choice to make, and obviously we see that with Manny through this whole two-parter. That it's a like how she comes to that decision, but the like abortion should be like a thing. Like we all know people who've had abortions. Like it should not be a thing that's like people are chastised for. I agree with you. Obviously, again, we're like (laughs) when uh, Al Gore and George W. Bush were having that first (laughs) presidential race and they would have debates and like they agreed on everything. And Al Gore would be like, I agree. Uh, Anyway, but what I was saying was it it, like it or not, it's it is then especially a taboo subject as it relates to teenagers. Yes. Yes. So so what I find so ironic and funny is that they do the tagline, it goes there. Mm-hmm. Arguably, this is an episode that goes, goes there, there. yeah. And they didn't fucking play it. America. It was like it went there too much for America. Yeah, They yeah. wouldn't even show the goddamn yeah, thing. And like, much. it's nothing. It's nothing. It's so minimal. And I was like, you know what? And actually seeing something like this shows a perspective that I think that people need to see. Like... And I, it also does a really good job of addressing so many issues that would come up with making that decision. I agree. I think it's a good, I think it's a complex episode. I think mm-hmm. you see the emotions of different characters being very complex and them trying to, I think mm-hmm. Emma's arc on this episode is very interesting. Yeah. Cause I totally I get why she has the mm-hmm. reaction she does. And then what she does at the end, which is like, it's funny. I was, um, I'm in a Degrassi Facebook fan group. Um, and someone was commenting about the dope monkeys. They don't 
I gotta, I gotta lighten this a little bit. I gotta start to um, saying stupid stuff. And there was you're someone... right. Game of Thrones is a worse show than the <laughs> They need to use dragons to get their point across. They do. You're right. That is a good point. So, um, someone was making a point in the group about how Emma's a bad friend to Manny often. And I was like, but they were using this, a scene from this episode, which I was like, that's not fair to Emma though. I I think so too. I do agree with that sentiment. Emma Emma is very strong willed and opinionated. And she doesn't always think of Manny when she doesn't agree with what Manny's doing, but that's also kind of like who she is as a person. Not saying that that's like a good trait to have. No, Um, but listen, like, okay. I feel like we're going to be a little all over the place in this episode, so I'm just going to get us a little all over the place. So basically, Emma reacts unfavorably to the idea of Manny having an abortion. And if you are so fucking blinded to not realize, like, how complicated that issue is for her because that could have been her. Yeah. And, and she see, feels it that way. So it's not just mm-hmm. being a bad friend to Manny. She's I have just to like, say, this is like some really good thought out setup mm-hmm. of the fact that Manny is the one who gets pregnant for a lot of reasons because I like... <laughs> I agree. Yeah, like <laughs> they literally... Like Emma, Emma's mom had her as a 14-year-old. And Amanda so, Steptoe. Amanda Steptoe. And so Manny, when she realizes that she might be pregnant, goes to Spike. Yeah, 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 yeah. Which I is like that. wonderful. And Spike is like really good to her and is kind of like, you know, you get to decide. Like you can yep. you can think about what this means. But obviously Emma's mom chose to have her. And so if she chose to have an abortion, Emma wouldn't be here. Right. And so Emma feels very strongly She's that complex. abortion is wrong. And right. understandably she was almost an aborted child and, but she also is someone who is very strongly behind her one opinion, like, and it's related to her so specifically on everything. Like, yeah, but it makes sense why she feels this way about this. And it's, but it's also interesting that they choose Emma to have that feeling when all of her other political beliefs Mm -hmm. are very liberal. liberal. So it is interesting. And ultimately we are complex beings. Yeah. When Craig flips out about mm-hmm. the uh, about Manny having the abortion because he's decided that he wants them to be a family because he's sad and all his family's dead and he doesn't have anybody mm-hmm. and he just lives in some guy's house. That's what he yeah. says. That was sad. That was yeah. oh, I like I felt for so many people in this episode. I know. Like because remember when his dad beat the shit out of him and kicked him in his ribs a whole bunch? Yeah, and I was that like, was well, he up. has his, he lives with his stepsister and like Joey is so good to him and he's still his stepdad even if he's not like his real dad, but like. Yeah, I get what well, he... Well, it's his half-sister, isn't and it? And also, I was kind of wondering... Isn't that his half-sister? It's his half-sister. Okay. But it's still, like, they're blood relatives, unlike him and Joey. Right, um, right. But I was also kind of wondering if this is in any way hinting at Craig's bipolar that we haven't gotten to yet. I thought that 100% yeah. when he was doing this. Because he be a little, a we little, be a little manic, like, on, on the extreme. So when... You know what? This is a fucking better show than Game of Thrones. You're right. <laughs> You're right. I stand. <laughs> I right. stand down. I just had a friend complain about Game of Thrones' writing. Actually, thinking that she said she thought it was lazy, on uh, recently, but I don't know. <laughs> I disagree. But this yeah. isn't a Game of Thrones podcast. Yeah. Um. But so Craig kind of flips out at mm-hmm. the idea of her having the abortion, and it's Emma who comes to Manny's defense mm-hmm. and says it's up to her. It's her decision. That's exactly mm-hmm. what Spike says mm-hmm. because it. And I thought this was a great way to put it. She goes, ultimately, it is going to be your responsibility 
So mm-hmm. it is your decision to mm-hmm. make. And that's very fucking true. And yeah. anybody who thinks and otherwise is a fucking asshole. Yeah. I mean, just like the way that things go, like the mom is the one who carries the baby. Like regardless of like And ultimately when it all comes up, down to it, yeah. yeah and the one response. Yeah. Legally resp- like responsible. Who, you know, 90% of the time if there's a custody battle. Mm-hmm. It goes with the mom. And it's that's also partly like gender stereotypes. It's I not agree always, with that too. Yeah. I totally agree. I was like, there's no reason As that a like stay at a, home father. And there's no reason that like a dad can't be the primary caregiver for a child and have full custody of a child and all that stuff. It's just that this is the way it tends to go. But also like custody battles are God knows people have them for so many different reasons too. But at the end of the day, like I I agree. Like I, but also as a woman, I agree. Like I don't think I'd want someone else making that decision for me. No, I'd be happy to be influenced. Have a discussion. Well, you would go but... to the people who you trust yeah. to have that conversation yeah. with. Like you, for example, you would come directly to me. Yes, exactly. You'd be the first person I talk to. <laughs> Doesn't matter who the father is. I come right to Pat. You come right to me. You tell and me I would what tell to you, do. You should have an abortion. <laughs> Depends on who the father is, also. <laughs> if I do, oh yeah, people loved the if I do's last week. Did oh, you know I know they did hit. love the if I do. Rachel didn't like last week's episode. She had said uh, after we had she had put it together, she was like, "I don't <laughs> think this is one of our best episodes." And I, uh, I live with under the assumption that she didn't like it. Because I sang too much. <clears throat> <laughs> I felt I was very tired last week, so I wasn't like in my best. Uh, we were shape. tired. We had a rough go because we were with the computer. <sighs> yeah. We didn't even start. Like it's nine we o'clock now. Late. We're more than halfway done. We hadn't even started last week. Are we more than tonight. halfway done? I don't know. I feel like we barely touched on this I, get, I don't know, man. Like um, I feel like the Manny thing is like. Yeah. I mean, a lot of this. So I, the one thing I want to touch on with the Manny stuff that we haven't really yet is the earlier stuff in the episode Let's where do it. she doesn't realize that she's pregnant and there's some like interesting things going on here where she thinks that she's just been training so much that she hasn't gotten her period hasn't thought about the fact that she had sex which i which just goes to show like sex education is a fucking disaster um also especially possibly when you come from like a very conservative family right i don't know what they learn in school oh they got dr sally they should know Yes, they should. So she assumes that she assumed that Craig used a condom, but had no idea. I know. And like, I bet you that happens very often. Yeah, because I I feel like it's if you don't see for sure, you don't know for sure. Like, and she just trusted that he would, and she had never had sex before, so she yeah. doesn't know what it feels like. So one she, way or the other. so she told him because she does manage to like speak to him. Um, she told him like it's okay. And he took that to mean that she was on birth control, which I was like, he, that was a, a big assumption. year old was on birth control? I <laughs> mean, some, some, are, some are. Yeah, some are, but I was just like, that's a big assumption to make, but like, fine. Like, you know, and she kind of gets really upset and she's like, it was my first time. That's right. what I meant. Um, and I feel like the only other people that I know of who got pregnant the first time they had sex were all of the 16 and pregnant girls that's true and they, yeah. <laughs> yeah 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 who all decided to have their babies <clears throat> and look where they are now rich actually <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> pretty rich probably richer than will ever be yeah. so rich okay. but like not ever not all their lives are very good i will say uh i think most of them are pretty bad right yeah yeah <laughs> to be fair and i don't know if that's because of the babies amber for example oh yeah disaster. well she might have been a problem anyway Whew. 
Yeah, so there was just like oh wait, six, I'm thinking of Teen Mom, which is the same. Oh thing. yeah, yeah, spin-off. same. Yeah. I never watched like the actual sixteen. Yeah, pregnant but Teen episodes. Mom was the one I was thinking of too. Yeah, who is your favorite? Who is your? I I'm gonna be honest with you. So like I watched Teen Mom one mm-hmm. and Teen Mom two pretty religiously for like a few seasons. I watched a few of them weirdly in the middle at some point, like when I first moved to New York, so maybe like seven or eight years ago. So do you have a favorite? Uh, of the teen moms? Well, I thought the one that had it most together, but then later actually didn't were the ones who gave their daughter up for adoption. So, okay. They're by leaps and bounds my favorite. Yeah, Because yeah. they're just like nice. They're so sweet. They seem yeah, nice. Yeah. They like, but so what, what happened? I don't know I feel like, like what's then happened I, to them. I think that I, I don't know recently, but I think they had decided to get married and then actually have kids, but then I think that they might have like broken up or something. Uh, weird. Tyler and Caitlin. Yes. Yeah. Um, the ones, the one in West Virginia with the twins with the glasses. Leah. Leah. I yeah. loved Leah. Yeah. But then she married that guy, her yeah. baby daddy, and yeah. then cheated on him. Yeah. And then they broke up. But that little baby with those glasses. Yeah. Was the little baby special. glasses. But then she so ended up cute. having like a bunch more kids. Yeah, she did. With it's like what? Yeah. But yeah, there's there's a lot of like. I love all of like the Manny figuring out she's pregnant stuff. Like there's a stomach flu at the school, you know, she has to go throw up and then, you know, doesn't think, thinks that she hasn't gotten her period because she's been training really hard, which is a thing that Gymnastics. happens. Yeah. She's, she's such a good gymnast as evidenced by the one Dude, display that this she is, has. it's so funny. I, I, know, I like, want to bring this up. Six or seven year old gymnasts who can do this. <laughs> this was like the li- most unimpressive that happened once before where I felt something was like really unimpressive. Oh, uh-huh. spinner with like the basketball, right? Yeah. Did they think yeah. It was like really good. Oh, Jimmy. Jimmy. I don't remember. Jimmy was good at but basketball. But the l- yeah. least impressive. I think that they're trying to take like what little things they can do. And Cassandra Steele can do like a lot of gymnastics moves. But I don't but think that was even her. Gymnast. Don't I don't think, think that so? was her. Because they so? made a point to cut to her back and then get close when she would do like the yeah. pose. Yeah. So I don't even fuck. That was like yeah. a whack. I also find it really strange that there's a gymnastics team at the High school. I, like, I, I, I would say. I did gymnastics for a year when I was in second grade and I was already too tall for it. So that, yeah, that was the beginning tall. and my end of my gymnastics career. It was right after the, it, no, it was right before the 1992 Summer Olympics, which was uh, probably when I started like pretending I could be a gymnast in my parents' house. Right. Yeah. Carrie Strug. That was 96. Oh. Uh, Dominique Dawes. Oh I yeah, think. Dominique Dawes. And there was a blonde lady. I had a crush on Dominique Dawes. Really? Yeah. She's from Maryland. I'm yeah, pretty sure. Um, so she's doing all this gym gymnastics shit, and mm-hmm. also what is going on is the school is really buzzing about how she was like boning Greg. Yes. Not necessarily boning, but dating like with Craig while Ashley was also with him. Mm-hmm. So. Then a great scene is Hazel coming into the uh, locker room mm-hmm. asking for a tampon mm-hmm. because she exploded, I guess, during... <laughs> she was like... She said something like about... The back walkover, I think, or she, something like that. Like that looked like, like a murder a scene. Movie. Or a horror movie. <laughs> and then she was like, triage. Hello, triage urgent, she said. It was really funny. And Man- this is when Manny was like, oh, I have all my tampons because I haven't used them in forever. And that's when Emma's like, wait a minute, what? Yeah, and then she's like, I've just been training so hard. And it's like, yeah, that does happen. But I'm surprised that she did. it didn't cross her mind. But so then she like... 
counts back on her school calendar. That has like so every, there's something happening on every, every day, day of that calendar. She's got so much going on. It looked like a very exciting calendar. Um, she's thrown up. So then like she sees Paige in the bathroom. Yes. And so she asks Paige, like it's a really sweet kind of moment. I liked it. Yeah. Paige of, really like, disappointed me though after. Yeah, there's a lot of people having different things going on, and I get that. But uh, I, I really liked this moment where she was kind of like, how do you know that a guy used a condom? And like Paige, who's had this much more sex than Manny. Has she even? I don't well, know. she was like, raped, unfortunately. She was raped, and I think that was about it. Yeah. So. Um, Paige tells her to ask Craig. Yeah. That's the only way you'll know. But then mm-hmm. she's like very much like, dude, you got to get your shit together. Yeah. If you're going to bone, you got to know what's yeah. going on. Ask there. questions first, get naked later is what she says. Good work, Paige. Mm-hmm. Paige is the best. Paige is like the, she's, you know, the mean girl, but she's also the mom. Yeah. A lot. Like, yeah, I got to say, is. like, Paige is like the, the older sister to ask the questions yeah. about. And then um, she asks Paige, promise not to tell anybody. And she promises. And then she tells Ashley. She does, but isn't that's after it's later. It's, it's later. later. It's later. It's after Craig tells Manny. I mean, sorry, Manny tells Craig, and then Craig suddenly goes like baby crazy. And so then he's like, Well, be a family. And she's like, Okay. And it's funny because she's Manny's also trying to apologize to Ashley earlier on, which is funny because she well, does, we talked she about she says sorry to her. And she does. When we were talking a couple weeks ago, I was like, She doesn't give a shit about Ashley because otherwise she wouldn't have done this. And her reasoning, as she says to Ashley, is that mm-hmm. um, he told me he, I was the one. And I was like, yeah, much later, after you'd already had sex. <laughs> yes. Well, yes, so, yes, yes, yes. I was yes, like, yes. and also, Manny, like, don't don't try to apologize to Ashley. It's like not, you you weren't thinking of her in this scenario. She wasn't thinking of her, but I feel like she probably does f- have regrets. Yeah. That extend beyond just simply being pregnant now. Yeah, exactly. Um. So then Paige does tell Ashley. She goes, yeah. I think that Craig got Manny pregnant. And then what did you think of what Ashley did? Oh, that was harsh. Yeah. I also don't know if I ever saw this episode because it wasn't shown in the U.S. originally. And I was thinking about that. Um, but they, Ashley, so Craig, like an idiot, gets like a baby name book. And they're like looking at it at the lunch table. You want to like, get caught. Yeah, like there's no, they're not being secretive about it at all. And so Ashley comes up and she sees the book, which confirms her fear that like not only did her boyfriend cheat on her with Manny, he slept with her and now she's pregnant. Yes. And they're teenagers looking at a baby name book. Yeah. Yep. 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 That's like a lot of salt in the wound. That's just like really digging in deep. Mm -hmm. (laughs) It totally is. It's, It's really mean of Ashley, but also like. Heat of the moment, yeah, she spurred. Was, yeah, she. I was, get it. Yeah, very. I mad. get it. I get it. They did end up showing this episode in America because they mm-hmm. made a big deal about it, like oh, really? on the end, because that's how I saw it. Uh-huh. And it was like we're gonna show, like they made like a huge, like it goes there. It we're showing the abortion episode. Yeah, I remember because I remember like staying in to watch it on mm-hmm. like a Friday night. Mm-hmm. Um, you had a very exciting life. <clears throat> I actually did. It was when I was like working at SNL. I was like, I got to fucking see. I still got to see, see this. this. Fucking do a grassy abortion episode. 
Yeah. Um, one of my other favorite moments that's a really small thing is when Manny realizes that she's pregnant and gets really upset. She puts on some headphones and goes for a jog. And this is something that I literally did when someone broke up with me. And I was like, oh, this is so great. Did you did. run like a normal human being or like a fucking nightmare? Like I probably Manny. I probably ran a little bit like she did, but I Dude, think I had the same headphones. She about. was flailing a lot. But when you're angry, you just flail, run. <laughs> she also messed up at the the meet. She fell yeah. right off the balance beam. Yeah. And like Craig is like also taking all the pictures for the yearbook of gymnastics. And yeah. So then she ultimately does think that she's going to like have the baby and with Craig and Emma has them over to her house while she babysits baby Jack. Mm-hmm. And I thought it was going to be that like Emma was bringing them there to like help them come to their senses and realize they can't have this baby. Mm-hmm. But she obviously wasn't like, cause she was upset about the revelation that Manny was going to have an abortion, mm-hmm. but it was very hard. There they was were green not, poop ugh. everywhere. They could not it, like, she was listening on the baby monitor with yeah. Chris who came by to visit for a hot second. Was Can beep, we just talk about how on her dude, Chris, when <laughs> Chris just beatboxes all the time, when, it like, every be, moment, like, I, I've gone on dates with drummers who just sit and tap incessantly. Like, can you imagine, like, being with someone who beatboxes all the time? No. It would drive me up a I'm wall. annoyed by it the three times <laughs> I've, I've seen, seen him do it on this episode. <laughs> so it's like she's waiting for it. And he's like, <laughs> am I good at it? <laughs> what do you think? What do you, he's probably, he's probably <laughs> hiding <laughs> a small boombox under his <laughs> hat. <laughs> I'm like Razel. Remember Razel? Nope. No, he was a beatboxer. Mm. He was a rapper, but he also did beatboxing. There's a reason. It's because I don't care about beatboxing. That's why I don't remember Razel. Boom, boom, boom. Yeah. This is a good one. This yeah. is this is a good beatboxing. Ready? Boom, boom, boom. <laughs> boom, boom. You know who's good? Michael Winslow. Remember Michael Winslow? <laughs> yes. Um, the thing that's the weirdest about that whole scene. Well, first off, like. They're looking at what to expect when you're expecting. And Craig's like, I can't believe you're going to get that huge, which is like the worst thing to say to anyone. But exactly what I believe Craig would say. Say, Yeah, exactly. And it's also after Paige had whispered, I think it was Paige who said, totally ruining her life and probably her figure. And Manny overheard that. Um, But the weirdest thing about this whole scene is that we see a baby penis. I know. (laughs) I know. I know. I can believe it. So like. It does go there. Like that really. That's when they're the most for me about this episode. Like I found it really funny when I moved to England and they would just show like penises on TV like normally. And here they're so weird about it. And it's like very rare that you'll ever see a penis on TV. But I was like, whoa, baby penis. Like no consent there. I was like, whoa. No consent at all. Total baby penis. Did you also like how Terry was like jealous? I think I'm a little jealous of Manny. Oh my god, babies yeah. will love you forever or something like that. Oh god, Wait, she's got some I issues she needs to work said. through. Terry, too. a baby, a baby's a bundle of love. No, Terry. Oh my god, poor Terry McGregor. Poor Terry, who was dating someone who abused her and will continue to do so. God, they uh, Linda Charlotte Stephen Stone uh, on the first part of the episode. Just over Manny. And then they live the Shiloh Stephen Stone, the second part of the episode. Mm-hmm. You guessed it, also over Manny. This is a star making yeah. performance, I think, by uh, Cassandra Steele. Uh, she's already been a star in our minds, mm-hmm. but this is a heavy lifting. It is. There's a couple moments where I was a little surprised by her reactions. Like they were just seemed a little. Which ones? When she first 
when she does this run. <laughs> this run is bad. The the run actually didn't bother me that much. Um, the run was very identifiable for me. <laughs> she just doesn't know how to run. Mm-hmm. But also, like, I don't think I did either. And I thought I could. I'm a terrible runner still to this day. It's so funny. Um, but when actually when she is talking to Emma about going that she's going to have an abortion, something about it didn't quite seem like Manny to me. Mm. It's I felt like Manny would be a little more nervous to say that to Emma than she was. Uh, but this is OK. Now, the I will say, I think the reason she did it like that is because she's coming off the absolute just relief of her mom being supportive. Yeah. So I got that. I yeah. believe that because I saw her coming in with like, well, I have nothing. That was the biggest hurdle, hurdle. I was going to yeah. have to climb. Mm-hmm. So now nothing is going to like yeah. sway me. And also, I feel like because we know... And this is just my opinion because mm-hmm. we know Emma so well, mm-hmm. and Emma's always like this radical, like yeah. uh, leftist Strong and feminist. So, like, yeah. I would have just assumed she would completely support her, just as a fan watching the show. Yeah. So yeah. I imagine that that's probably how she felt as well. So she was kind of maybe thrown by Emma's reaction. She should yeah. have realized, oh, I'm doing what yeah. your mother had the option. Like, obviously, but yeah. So I didn't. That, I didn't mind that. <clears throat> I didn't mind that. I thought there was this. There's been a lot. Some like I think this is a really good episode. I think like the page stuff when Paige's going through all that, mm-hmm. she goes through is really good. I think Jake Epstein's really great in this in the episodes with his dad when his dad kicks the yes, shit out of him, yeah. kicks his ribs a bunch of times and mm-hmm. bruises them all up. You know, yeah, yeah. I, I feel remember. that's pretty good. Uh, obviously, Dan Woods is great in every episode. Oh, he's and in, he and, does a wonderful job in in these episodes. I also like how they conveniently made Snake not home. He had to be in the hospital for chemo just so that... Oh, like, yeah, I didn't even think about that. Yeah, that's so really that, funny. like, Manny could go over whenever and it would just be Spike there. But they, really there's, like, funny. multiple people who bring that up. Like, Emma brings it up, and yeah. then Manny brings it up later, and then Principal Radage brings it up later. Oh, yeah, too. right, because he's not there, and he has to get Toby to <laughs> help, help him, him figure computer out stuff. his computer. <laughs> That's the yeah. realest thing that this show yeah. has ever done is the principal going to Toby about computer shit because he doesn't understand. Yeah, that. yeah. So Manny got an abortion. Yeah, so she goes with her mom who was like surprisingly... Su- I mean, her mom was upset, like understandably, but was like the very mom, not, supportive. mom, not the best actor I've ever seen in my life. You sure? That crying yeah. scene wasn't necessarily the greatest I mean, she has like two seconds in this, so I'm Yeah, sure but she's they not. really lean on her mm-hmm. to cry and like have a breakdown yeah, and it's not yeah. great. It's, no, it's, it's not, not great. It's not when you're going to have as heavy a scene as they're going to have together, oh, mm-hmm. man. I It wasn't like the word. It wasn't like Miss Kwan bad, but it was like. Miss <laughs> Kwan got so mad at Manny when she had to throw up. She said, like, you shouldn't come to school sick. And I was like, stomach flu comes on fast. Like, I know. Miss Kwan sucks. <laughs> I didn't understand why she was so mad at her. It's like her husband was dying yeah, again. No one should come to school sick, but really you should be yelling at adults about like going to work sick and getting everyone sick. Also, parents just want their kids to go to school because they need them to go to school. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and then her, she went with her mom. She did the deal. Craig wore a Pink Floyd shirt. Mm-hmm. He loves Pink <laughs> Floyd. Mm-hmm. Uh, Craig is so cool. Craig, I, I really, I, I liked Craig in this episode. Not, I liked all the things he did, but I, I thought it was very. Stood it. His at the end. It took me a little while. I was like, "Oh, I think I get this," and it, like they confirmed that by him saying, "Like 
you know, I want this because I don't. Who was he talking to when he said Spinner? Spinner. That's right. That was a good scene, actually, when he was talking to Spinner about why he wanted to have a baby. And then Spinner was like, you know, you there's no keg parties, no spring break in Florida. If you have a spring no, break in Florida, <laughs> no, was amazing. no shaboggle is also what I he wrote said. that down. I also <laughs> wrote like, that what down. is a shaboggle? <laughs> I wrote that down. No shaboggle and yeah. no spring break no in Florida. No spring break in Florida. So specific. Yeah. Also no keg parties, but yes. that wasn't as good as no spring break in Florida. And I was like, I guess. And then I was like, you know what? I never had a spring break in Florida. Neither did I. I thought we almost went like once or twice. To Florida? Yeah, for spring break. I never went on spring break my whole life. Woo! Spring break. I went, would go to like skiing. I went to New Orleans to visit uh, Adrian once mm. over spring break. I don't remember if I ever did anything else. Cool. Yeah, that's that's all I got. Cool. I guess we did it. Or did we do man? It's gonna I feel, feel anticlimactic like when we have to do these B stories, but luckily the B oh the B story of the one. second episode <laughs> has the great has the best scene. Is that the been. C story? Or is it the C- B two? <laughs> uh, so are we given short shrift here? We've been talking for an hour. So, but I, a part of, a big part of it was us fighting about Game of Thrones. Yeah. And a lot of it is about us agreeing about abortion. <laughs> right, 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 right. So listen, listen, let me tell you something about this podcast. It's a podcast is about, a, is about a friendship. Mm-hmm. And the thing about a friendship is sometimes you don't agree on everything. Mm-hmm. I actually learned that in the song, uh, by Bert and Ernie, which is, uh, is <laughs> I don't like all the things that you do, but I like oh, that you. Song. That's like us. Yeah. We I are don't... Bert and Ernie. <laughs> Dude, we are fucking Bert <laughs> I'm Ernie. really definitely Bert. Oh, You're no definitely shit, Ernie. Of course. What are you, Chris? <laughs> like, we are like Bert yeah. and Ernie. That's a great thing. Mm-hmm. You love pigeons. Did you know Bert loves pigeons? <laughs> I do love pigeons. He loves Bert, loves pigeons. And I love a rubber ducky. Mm-hmm. I am Ernie for sure. Mm-hmm. One of them is, I like to stay up at night and talk to you. That's Ernie. And mm-hmm. Bert goes, I like to say good night and go to sleep. <laughs> and then he goes, I like to visit the big hippopotamus in the zoo. And then Bert goes, you know what? I like that too. Oh, sometimes you have things in common. Sometimes you have things in common. And sometimes you don't. That's a good song. Yeah. Sesame Street's pretty good. Sesame Street is probably better than Game of Thrones. I will. I'd say it's better than Game of Thrones and DeGrat. I'd say it's like one of the best shows of all time. But I have to say I'm getting a little fucking sick of it because I have to I have to listen to the songs. All. It's all not the even the show that it's I'm sick songs. of. It's the goddamn song. Because the songs aren't bad, but it's yeah. you got he makes me play the I same 10 say, songs over and over again. I feel like Elmo was like poor, thought, poorly thought out by the writers. I kind of like Elmo. <laughs> I kind of like Elmo. I think Elmo. Elmo's a little annoying. They I know you do. They should have planned better. But, but you, you know. know what? When you're, de- with, when you're dealing with all these fucking kids shows, mm-hmm. Elmo's like not that bad. No, there's some really <clears> dumb <throat> kid shows out there. A lot of them. Yeah. Game of Thrones is definitely better than all of those. Yeah. Degrassi too. Yeah. <laughs> I like that too. I didn't sing any fucking Elvis Costello songs. I know. Because we really were still feeling a little yeah. tension about yeah. the Game of Thrones thing when we were doing <laughs> that. So I feel like I didn't get to sing like any yeah. Elvis Costello songs. Anyway. 
I mean, do you want to in Clubland? No. Trust. If you're gonna, <laughs> everybody, everybody listens, like talks about those first three albums. Uh, 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 My aim is true. This year's Model and Armed Forces, and they are great. But you really got to go back and give give a give a, give a listen to Trust, mm-hmm. which I think is oh my God, that's such a great album. And you listen to King of America, which is a, a lesser known. Uh, I think it was actually like a solo jaunt, sort of like a little moving into like. Uh, it's not country western, but it's definitely got that like a like American vibe to it. It's really fucking great, King of America. Check those two out if you're only familiar with the the hits or the big the big three. Mm-hmm. Give those ones a, give those ones a chance. Um, he doesn't call anybody the n word in any of those songs. So. <laughs> um, so we're done with Manny. I think we're done with Manny. I was also just gonna say. You know, we were just the shows playing in the background. The credits were rolling again, and once again, there's Terry playing lacrosse. We have yet to see her play lacrosse. Yeah, we've. Had I feel some... like the show is going to end, and we will not see her play lacrosse. Oh my god! Really? You think we won't? We probably. I won't. don't think we will. Let's let's hold out hope that maybe one of these days she'll play lacrosse. If I do see her playing lacrosse. Yeah. Also, I really liked how Craig kept bringing Manny milk. <laughs> You need to have your milk, Manny. <laughs> you know, you're really right about how this is foreshadowing his uh, his mental bipolar. Illness. Yeah, like because it's he's acting like a manic person. Completely. Yeah, absolutely. They did that on purpose. Mm-hmm. Um. So we're we already we're did on, it. Should we do it again? Be story number one. <laughs> or part Clubland. Part, part one, um, which is the Buffalo trip. They're going to have hot wings. All the guys are going to be there for the concert of the year. Yeah, the concert of the year. Jimmy DJ. asked JT if he wants to come. Some rapper I've never heard of. It's not a real rapper. <laughs> JT. Jimmy loves JT. He's yeah. like his, his boy. Yeah, I guess JT's been hanging around with all the Pages friends enough that everyone kind of likes him now. They're going to see DJ Mad Bullets. Mm-hmm. And Toby's mad because when Jimmy used to date Ashley, they were friends, and now he's not friends with him. Toby... JT is asked to go to the Buffalo trip in front of Toby, who mm-hmm. is completely not asked. Yeah, which and is then harsh. Toby's like, Jimmer. He mm-hmm. calls him Jimmer. What about Jimmer. me? Can I go see? He calls him uh, DJ Crazy Guns. And Jimmy <laughs> flat out is like, no, you can't come, dude. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's a really full car. Poor Toby. So then Toby offers to hack into the... Uh, you know, we, we just to go back to the A story for one second. Yeah. We didn't uh, touch on the um, the gymnastics coach Hatsulakis. Oh yeah, Hatsulakis. We didn't even yeah. mention Hatsulakis. Hatsulakis has been coaching the gymnastics team. I didn't see plain Sulakis in this episode. No, did you? no, but I did see Coach Anderson Armstrong yeah, he say was that there, there was a forfeiture of Degrassi right. when Manny fell. Right, he was there. He was definitely there, but I'm pretty sure it was we, we didn't get any uh, of plain Sulakis. It was only no, Hot it was Sulakis. only Hot Sulakis because Hot Sulakis would be the gymnastics coach. <laughs> And the science teacher. <laughs> the thing is, the thing that sucks about the Plain fact that... Sue Lockus is probably a medical receptionist. <laughs> probably, yeah. <laughs> the thing that really bums me out about the fact that a million people don't listen to this <laughs> podcast is that they don't know about hot Sue Lockus. <laughs> <laughs> Which is like fucking so funny, you know? It's like... Not to toot my own horn. If you seek Amy... <laughs> 
Rachel didn't even know what that 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 was a double entendre. <laughs> I never gave it a thought. So Toby is going to break into the computer to change Jimmy's grade to like a good grade. And then Jimmy's going to let him go to the DJ crazy uh, Mad Bullets concert. I didn't write down his name. DJ Mad Bullets. DJ Mad Bullets. And I thought that Toby was going to offer to like tutor Jimmy. But no, he offers to break into the computer system of the school to change his grade. So he's a higher math grade. Mm -hmm. Because Toby is a little computer hacker, and that makes him seem cooler too. Yeah, and he uh, gets he gets busted straight away by Principal Radich. Dan. Well, he gets Miss Kwan. Like they're trying to do it in the library. Oh, yeah. at they're first. trying to do it in the library. Trying to they're fuck trying in the to library. Do it in the library. They're JT trying to finger Toby. each other's butts in the library. JT and Toby trying to do it in the library. They have to like Why plug don't in. Why do we do it in the library? <laughs> the Great Beatles song. Yeah, I love that. Why don't we? So they, um, because Toby doesn't want to use like a teacher's computer, he plugs in his own computer into the ethernet of the school to get into the system. But his computer's so slow that it's not picking up the 88. So then it suddenly it's an 8,888 is what his grade is. So then not long after that, they, he realizes he has to go into Principal Radich's office and do it directly on a computer. Well, Jimmy makes him go. He does? Oh, okay. Yeah, Jimmy's like, you got to do it now, and he yeah. like, makes him do it. By the way, I'm looking at Chris's hat. That hat you got me is exactly... I thought his <laughs> hats were, like, floppier. I guess I was thinking of he Manny's has, hats. He has so many hats. At first Broomheads, I it was, Rachel bought me a straight-up Chris hat. <laughs> I thought that it was, like, it was kind of a Manny hat. It was Myra who actually was like, that's definitely a Chris hat. And I was like, oh, yeah, you're right. It is a Chris hat. Do you think I'm going to be like Chris now? He wears it like this. If you keep beatboxing. Do I look like Chris? <laughs> look a little like Samuel L. Jackson. <laughs> Does it make me good at beatboxing? No. <laughs> I don't think Samuel L. Jackson is good at beatboxing, but I also don't know. Now you'll hear you're going to deliver your cabbie. <laughs> Come on in, sir. Like a cabbie from the 20s? Mm. No, like a uh, taxi era, 1970s. Oh. Yeah. Taxi driver, taxi. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The taxi, show taxi. taxi. You like Taxi the show? Were you busy watching fucking I, Alfred Hitchcock Presents? Yeah, that was also on Naked Night. <laughs> I do remember that. <laughs> I watched a lot of mystery on PBS that Diana Rigg used to host. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. You must have been fun. Oh, so fun. (laughs) More fun than Liberty, that's for sure. Dude, bullshit. (laughs) I don't know that anybody is more fun than fucking Liberty. I mean, that's a big statement to make. Dude. I feel like Jimmy Brooks is probably more fun than Liberty. Dude, you're crazy. I I feel like our opinions on Liberty are so diverged. I think Mm. Liberty is the fucking bomb. Yeah. We no? like different things. But you don't like Liberty in this No, I, I think Liberty's funny. I don't think I'd want to hang out with her as a friend. I think she well, would drive me up a wall. Well, because she has fucking Asperger's. I mean, yeah. honestly, like, she does. Mm-hmm. But that's what I'm saying about being more fun. Do you remember the sketch on SNL a couple of years ago? I know. She's, <laughs> he's bringing her milk. Uh, have you seen Manny? I have this carton of milk. <laughs> so, yeah. Dude, I that's spent, happening. I spent 75 cents on this in the cafeteria. <laughs> dude, that's heavy cream. Oh, shit. I gotta go. I gotta go. Do you remember the sketch on SNL a couple of years ago? It was a recurring sketch. Nassim Pedrad used to play like the girl whose best friends were her parents. 
No, I don't oh, think I ever it. It was really one. funny. And that's Liberty to me. Like, that mm-hmm. reminds me of Liberty. Mm-hmm. Anyway, we're not even up to Liberty. We're still Toby. Toby gets busted by Principal Radich. It's pretty funny, though, because Principal Radich comes and he's like, Toby, just the man I'd like to see. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, needs help with his computer because Snake isn't there. He, what was he having trouble with? His password. Yeah. <laughs> Probably because Toby was trying to log oh, into it at the same yeah. time. He was logging into Principal Radich's. Uh, computer system on a different computer. Mm-hmm. Um, and so he automatically gets in trouble. Mm-hmm. And then he and Jimmy get dragged to the principal's office. And Principal Radich manages to get pulled out by Miss Kwan. And that's when Jimmy lets him have it. And I just love that, like, he was hacking into the computer's uh-huh. system to change a fucking grade. And all they got was a Saturday detention. Yeah. And like, just one. Yeah. Like, Sean got multiple last week for a lesser crime. Well, he told him to go to hell. He told Principal Ratch. Yeah. Principal Ratch is uh, like a, he's a soft. Yeah. Well, he's also someone who maybe gets angry easily at things when it's personal. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. yeah. He's like a soft human. Like, mm-hmm. he's like, if anyone comes in. Yeah. Very cushy. No. <laughs> no, you know what I mean. Like, he's a pussy. So, like, if somebody, like, mm-hmm. says something, like, it hurts his feelings. Mm-hmm. Oh, you told me to go to hell. Mm-hmm. So anyway, uh, uh, so Toby's like, Jimmy, I'm so, I'm sorry. He actually doesn't say sorry. I actually rewound mm-hmm. because I was like, oh, he must say sorry. I must mm-hmm. have missed it. He doesn't. But he says, I just didn't know what else to do. I had to tell him that we were both in on this. And Jimmy was like, yo, dude, you're a fake. You're a fake. Yeah. Go- he said, you're like a fake computer hacker. You're a fake rap fan. You're a hundred percent fake. Cause he called him DJ crazy bullets that time. Mean. It's mean. But I was like, yeah, he got him in trouble, but only because he was trying to help him. Also, Jimmy made him, Jimmy forced him to go do it on that computer. Yeah. So it's like, sorry, dude. Like, what do you want? You want him to take the bullet? Yeah. They were going to know. You want him to take the DJ mad bullets? (laughs) They they were going to know that he was in there changing Jimmy's grade and not his own because they would have seen anyway. Mm -hmm. That's the beat. Yeah. (laughs) And that's that beat story. So now we're on the. C-story. Now, this is some fun. This is a great C-story. Yeah, this one is good. Mm-hmm. It's funny that they pair this with the heavy abortion episode, but it makes sense. They needed some... They needed some lighthearted things. So, this episode, this piece, it's finally of something about Liberty. It's been a long time since we've seen Liberty. And she doesn't even get an A story, which was yeah. like, whatever. So, it starts, it starts off with JT on a skateboard, and he falls off the skateboard. Yeah. And oh, then, look, I yawned. I'm sorry, broomheads. I'm sorry, then, dope monkeys. Liberty said to him, did you have a nice trip? Yeah. He and, said, my granddad uses that joke. Mm-hmm. She was like, it's a classic. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> that was really good. And then she asked him if he wants to go to like a Three Stooges film screening somewhere. And he says no. And she just goes, why I oughta. I totally buy <laughs> that she loves the Three Stooges. I do too. Like there's no yeah. doubt in my mind that no. that's her shit. Exactly. <clears throat> it seems like something she'd be super, super into. So she gets paired with Sean for a like project. Yeah, and she's pissed, and he's also pissed. Yeah, at the beginning they're pissed, but then they sort of bond a little bit, and Mm -hmm. Sean's like, listen. he Like, Amy just broke up with him for some guy who doesn't motocross. 
some guy who does motocross. Yeah, if you see Katie. Hope hope she likes mud. That's what Liberty said, yeah. Mm -hmm. And then they sort of bond a little bit because, you know, they're being put together. They're both going through the ringer. And she tells, he tells her that she's got to move on, right? Yeah. From JT or something like that. So So she she, moves on. To Sean. To Sean. And she's like full Sandy from Greece. Uh-huh. Oh my God. She shows up in a black leather jacket with a, what is that? Like a, what's tied around her neck? Like a kerchief? A kerchief. But what is it? Is that what it is? Yeah, it's a kerchief. Like a bandana. Neckerchief. A neckerchief tied around her neck. Mm-hmm. It's so literally out of Greece. And she's just like trying to be a bad girl now. Yeah. She asks if he wants to go chill at the ravine. She says... So this is the whole quote. This is the best. Okay, this is the best scene in the episode. Yeah. <laughs> so she's put her, uh, her set her sights on Sean. Sean is already like, dude, goes to JT and is like, what do I do? I'm not interested. And JT's like, you got to let her down. You got to tell her the truth because she doesn't take no for an answer. So then they're all having lunch. Liberty goes to the lunch counter and gets Sean a pl- like a tray of food. Mm-hmm. And she goes, all your favorites, Sean. What do you say we ditch school and go chill in the ravine? I can get us a five-finger discount on a pack of smokes. So then Jay <laughs> makes fun of her, and she's like, a pack of smokes, huh? And she goes, oh, I'm edgy. I'm on fire. <laughs> That's, the greatest. That's my favorite and then speech Sean so far. says, Liberty, you're about as edgy as a butter knife. Dude, here we go. That to me is the best. This it's is the, what it's I still love. Delivered too. Oh. I'm edgy. I'm on fire. I'm edgy. I'm on fire. Like who even? What does that even mm-hmm. mean? I love. I can get us a fire. I love. First of all, the I, ravine. I wish that I had the confidence level that I know. Liberty has yeah. with these guys. Like it eventually pays off for her, but I don't think I could have put up with like so much rejection. I mean, they need to. At some point, they got to make this character like a normal human being. Yeah, you know? yeah. she's like an alien. Yeah, Liberty is legitimately like she's an alien dropped on Earth, mm-hmm. and they're just like, go ahead, be a teenager. <laughs> Because she's so out to lunch, mm-hmm, which mm-hmm. is why I think that some people uh, have a hard time with the character because it's like feels like it's taking place in another dimension. Yeah. But that shit, I can get us a five finger discount on a pack of smokes. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds like it's taken straight out of a movie. Uh, it, it might be. It it's might so be from funny some, from Greasy Rebel but... Without a Cause. Yeah. It's like yeah, she's dressed like fifties. Mm-hmm. So yeah, you said Sean rejects her here. Yeah, he does. So then he, they go into class later and she's like, look, I can just finish the project and just put your name on it. And he's like, no. And he kind of says, you know, like, you know, I'm not interested, but you know, the one other black guy in school is like, literally it was like, okay. And he said that he, that he said he liked the way you said veneration and mastery. (laughs) He likes smart girls. So she's going to end up with a bad boy. It's just a different bad boy. Than she thought. Yeah. (sighs) So yeah, that was a very, very short, but it was, that's exactly what happens. Yeah. It's amazing. We pretty much told you. It's really wonderful Liberty stuff. If this was not the Manny abortion episode, Mm -hmm. Liberty would be my MVP so hard that it's not even possible Mm -hmm. to to come down from Mm -hmm. it. Um, This was the Degrassi every episode marathon podcasts marathon episode.
Because we've been talking for so long. Oh, yes. It's like we've been married. <laughs> like, what do you mean? <laughs> I mean, it is an important episode, but yeah. Um, yeah, so that's that's our episodes. This feels like a little anticlimactic to me because this is like such a, again. But, but it, that's exactly like how the whole episode is though, I agree. because abortion is anticlimactic. I agree. I think it's because the hype of the episode being not available, not like they didn't show it the first time. Yeah. In and it's like, so, I mean, also they deprive people of that wonderful Liberty scene like, for so totally. long. It really is. I have to say, and I know you're going to agree with me, a really great episode. Oh, yeah. Oh, 100%. Both episodes. Even the Jimmy Toby stuff, it's not that exciting, but it still is like it really kept my attention. At one because point, I wanted to know what was going to happen. At one point, Toby like tells him he's going to break into the computer or whatever, and he goes like, all right, and he does like a black, black power, power fist. <laughs> Toby does a black power fist to Jimmy. And Jimmy's like... I forgot. Gosh. I meant to mention that before, and it's in my notes, because I was just like, what the fuck, Toby? <laughs> you, yesterday, after you watched the episode, you put up a, a post on Instagram about how much you like the episode. And I feel like I want to open this up to you because I'm not sure you got to talk. And and if you did, then uh-huh. shoot it down. But you had said something about how... Oh, well, uh, this this might actually this might go into my MVP. Oh, okay. So can I... Okay, okay. I don't... I, oh, okay. Gotcha. I fucked that up. No, it's okay. Now I know who your MVP is. You know who mine is, though, too, I think. Oh, yeah. I, you may or may not know who my MVP is, but there's something that I wanted to say with that. Well, let's get. Oh, should we? How much did it go there? Let's do this one first. Well, no, let's get, let's do the MVP first. Okay. Really? Yeah. Let's that's do what, it. We're switching. This so, is switching it up, Rachel. I know we're we're crazy today. But the most imp- that's a more fun one than the first one. Shouldn't we do? Okay, Rachel, who's your most <laughs> valuable Degrassi? So mine is Manny. Oh, I didn't think you were going to say Manny. <laughs> but I wanted to give a shout out to Spike, Manny's mom, Paige, and Emma, who all at various points were like the support the supportive women that Manny needed them to be. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, like there's not really any men who give her much support in this. Like Craig does, but he doesn't like at the same time, Craig's dealing with his own shit. Craig tries, but Craig's he's a little bit of a narcissist. Way. So like, it's not, uh, it's less about her, but I like, I mean, obviously it's Manny, like it can't be anyone else, but I, I felt like it was really important to say that like, not many people have so many, people in their lives who are that supportive. That's what I was saying in my post was just that a lot of women are doing this in secret. They don't tell anyone. Um, they're scared. They're yeah. like, you know, um, among many others feeling a lot of feelings and like Manny got support from both her mom and Emma's mom. Totally. Yeah. And yeah, then yeah. like, you know, her friend stood up for her. Despite her, her not Despite necessarily her not agreeing. It. Yeah. Decision, which was very important, which was like, I felt like, you know, it, like Manny's mom, obviously, we didn't see her for very much, but the fact that she was so um, bad at acting, but also <laughs> very, very like loving scene. and like what you would hope that someone's mother would be in those scenarios, yeah. because it's one of those things that it's like, unfortunately, like I think that like we both have parents that would not like if if you had told your parents you were gay, do you think that they would have disowned you? No, exactly. Like we have parents <clears throat> who are super supportive and are lucky to have that, but not everyone is lucky to have that sure, because absolutely. some people's beliefs come before their family, which is really unfortunate. Yes. That um, is unfortunate. And so I felt like it was really important to point out even like Paige, you know, then went and said something to Ashley that she probably shouldn't have said, but the, the way that she 
was so kind to Manny when Manny was asking her like mm-hmm. a question that she could have totally like made fun of Manny for yes. asking or so many other things. Like I felt like that was really important to point out too. Not as much though as like Emma Spike being like the mom who's gone through this already, who's right. like, you have options. Like you can decide what makes sense for you. And then yeah. Manny's mom going with her to get the abortion. Yeah. Like, and then a really nice abortion doctor lady. She was great. We're mm-hmm. looking at her right now on, yeah. the, on the TV screen. She was great. I feel like her name is Sharon. Yeah, that's about right. <laughs> Margo. Carol. Carol. Ann. <laughs> Carol Ann. <laughs> Carol Ann. Ann. Amanda Stepto. Maybe mm-hmm. her name's Amanda Stepto. I mean, Manny was rightfully afraid of her mom because apparently her cousin got sent away to a convent, which, <laughs> like, I mean, happens. But I just was shocked that, like, her mom did not do that. Then. <laughs> like, no, her mom was was wonderfully yeah. supportive. Yeah. I have nothing to add. My MVP is also Manny. Yeah. I have nothing to add. Yeah. What it's are you going to do? It's, it's a great episode. Yeah, it's an excellent um, episode. I feel like I... I want to say my MVO, which I want to give you the floor a little bit more on this because for your MVO for my MVO because it is obviously Liberty in her Grease outfit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, I yeah. want if you want to say anything more about Liberty and how wonderful she is in this episode. They, now it's somebody your called her uh, that said she looked like Rizzo, and I was like, no, she's Sandy at the end of the movie. Yeah, which yeah. is the very problematic thing in the at the end of that movie. Yeah, I mean we look at things differently now. Right. Yeah. Uh, no. Listen. I love Liberty makes me laugh. Mm-hmm. There's no character on the show that makes me laugh so much. Mm-hmm. And she's and she showed up in that outfit and I rolled my eyes. And then she had that one scene. That's what she does. She's yeah. a killer in like one, one scene, scene, just coming in and fucking nailing it. I'm edgy. I'm on fire. I think she said that before. No, I think that I've seen this clip a lot before. I'm pretty yeah. sure in an episode before she yeah, said I'm edgy on fire. Okay. Cause I feel like I've said that in an mm-hmm. episode of our show, the Degrassi Every mm-hmm. Episode, Every mm-hmm. Marathon Podcast. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love her. She'd be my MVP if not for my brain getting the better of me. Yeah. Um, but it's I mean, Manny. if it were one episode, if this were a one parter, I feel like Liberty would have a strong contender there. Too. I'll tell you, like every A story that has ever happened on this show, if that had been coupled with this, Manny would be my I mean, mm-hmm. I mean Liberty would be my MVP. Mm-hmm. But yeah, great episode. Yeah. So tagline of the show, Degrassi, the next generation is it, it goes, goes there. Mm-hmm. So we like to decide how every how much every episode goes there, uh, with ten being it going there the most and one being the least. Mm-hmm. So Rachel, how much do you think that episodes uh three fourteen and three fifteen accidents will happen? Mm-hmm. Parts one and two went there. So we already discussed this a little bit about how I felt like I could not give it a ten because that's saying that abortion is so big i mean it is big but like so going there e of an issue that it deserves a 10 whereas it should not be that way so i went with an eight i second guessed myself and i was like seven or eight because i honestly feel like a lot of what manny's dealing with mentally that they really don't address the fact that she's dealing with it mentally, like as well as I would like even because it's, it doesn't feel, it feels like more like she's like, Oh, okay. I guess I have to do this. Wait, no, maybe I can do this now rather than that. She's like grappling with her decision. Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, it wasn't, I don't want to give it that weight. I don't want to make it a 10 because I feel like that makes abortion seem more crazy than it should be. Cool. I yeah. get it. No, I totally get it. Yeah. I totally get it. Okay. It's not stealing a car. <laughs> no, it's certainly not. That was not stealing a car and bringing it back. Mm-hmm. Um, 
I will say this. Mm-hmm. I agree with you. Mm-hmm. I agree with you very much. I think the stigma behind abortion is, you know, silly and, and we should mm-hmm. be better. However, I think that a big reason why this episode is controversial, it's not just the abortion. It's the teen pregnancy aspect of it, too. Mm-hmm. I think it's the fact that she's 14 years old, that you go through that like, oh, my God, I have to tell my parents and yeah. what that's going to be like in the yeah, agony. You also you can't have. you need consent to go. Totally. Get that, too. Which, like, which, you know, that's another conversation yeah. to have whether or not that's that should be. I don't know. Mm-hmm. But I think that. It being uh, an abortion episode, but I think the real crux of why I think people think it goes there is more about the fact that she's so young mm-hmm. and she's done this thing that she clearly wasn't ready for. Yeah. She's taken this step in her life that she wasn't ready for. I do not also, I do not think it's a I also think it's an eight. I'm agreeing with you with your yeah, number. Yeah, <laughs> I think it's. I think it's around an eight, um, which is, I don't think I've given, oh, I think I may have given the page. I think the page when I gave like a seven and a half or I something gave that like high, that. It was like high. right around there. I think it's around an eight, but I do think that had this been... If this was a, an episode of a show where a 25-year-old person or a 30-year-old person was having an abortion, I don't think we'd be talking about it in the same context. Yeah. Because I think a lot of it is like, oh, fuck, now you have to be 14 and make mm-hmm. an adult decision, mm-hmm. which is an extra layer. Mm-hmm. I still think it's not a total 10. I don't think it's a 10. I don't even... I think it's an 8. I agree with you with an 8. Yeah. But I think there's a little bit extra it's, heaviness it's, on it. There is some heaviness, but I also think it's handled in a lighter way where they're trying to make it seem like it's not as big of a deal well, as people will. You know, like there's there's ways that they could treat this where it becomes like a much harsher thing than they mm-hmm. did. And so I think that part of that is why it also gets an eight. Yeah, I think if if, if Manny would have went to her mother and her mother would have disowned her, we'd be talking about a 10. Oh, yeah, for yeah. sure. <clears throat> Probably an 11. Absolutely. If, yeah, like... Absolutely. And there's going to be... It's funny also like what what we consider to be worse issues too. And it's like totally subjective mm-hmm. based on like our own personal experiences. So I, yeah, it's, it's definitely an interesting one. Remember when Tammy from the real world had an abortion on, on the real world? No. Yeah. Which, what, what season, season two? Season Tammy? two. What did she look like? She's an African-American woman. Uh-huh. She got David kicked out of the house for pulling the blankets off of her. Do you remember that? Which one was David? David was like the stand-up comedian. I feel like this is yeah. the same season. This as is the Los story. Angeles one. Yeah. Um, is that B story? No. That's B story. That's true story. Yeah. Um, yeah, story. yeah. That's when John was on. But I don't think I watched that one as much. I watched the first and the third. Yeah. The first was New York, and the third was San Francisco. During the season, she had, and that was the nineties. Yeah. So it was like that was a I bigger remember, deal. It was huge. Yeah. And that was for M- MTV yeah. was like pretty trailblazing and like that kind of shit. Now it's just garbage. But yeah, <clears throat> but uh, but yeah, Tammy. Yeah, it's also like I think that you'll never. I I've not had an abortion, but like I think that um, getting past the what if is really hard. Like I don't think you'll ever forget that. Mm-hmm. I don't think Manny will ever forget that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't agree. Well, now, folks, it's time mm-hmm. for one of the greatest uh, segments. One of the greatest week. segments of all time. Of all this, this segment is, I'm going to tell you right now, it's better than Game of Thrones. Mm-hmm. It's better than Degrassi. Oh. It's one of the great segments. Is it of, better than Sesame Street? 
It's better than Sesame Street. Wow. It's one of the great segments in mm-hmm. podcasting history. Uh, again, if this podcast was more famous, which it should be because we're great. Um, it's This Week in Sorry, wherein I take account. I tried to pay a little more attention this week because mm-hmm. I feel like the last couple of weeks I've been slacking. In yeah. fact, last week, I feel like I forgot to even do it slacking until on your about stories. 12 minutes in. <laughs> but I try to uh, uh, pay... pay 50% attention to mm-hmm. what which characters on the show are sorry and what they are sorry for. And this week we got surprisingly two episodes. This is a two-parter. Mm-hmm. And I've only got uh, five stories. Well, technically there are seven stories because one instance is a character saying sorry three times in a row. <laughs> Who was sorry three times in a row? It was Manny to her mom oh, when she yes. tells her that she mm-hmm. had. Now, an interesting thing about Manny, she's also sorry to Ashley about Craig. Mm -hmm. And then she's also sorry to Craig about getting pregnant. Mm -hmm. So she says sorry five times. Now, the thing about Manny, she doesn't say sorry. No. She says it like we do. She says sorry. Yeah. She sounds like an American. Yeah. Still counts. Still counts. I'm still counting because she is sorry. Yeah. The other people who are sorry uh, in this episode Mm -hmm. were Craig Mm -hmm. for bumping into Ellie, not for... Oh, yeah, that was a weird one. He was not, interestingly enough... Sorry for not wearing a condom and impregnating Manny. That that was not. <laughs> not it not was bumping a, into Ellie. It was bumping really, into Ellie. And then um, Liberty was sorry to mm-hmm. JT mm-hmm. Uh, because Manny doesn't like him. Mm. Because Liberty was saying they should like basically like asking JT out, and JT said no. And she was like, "Is this about like about Manny?" And she was like, "I'm sorry, but she doesn't like you." Mm-hmm. And that. Broomheads, dope monkeys was this week in sorry. Great job. I'm sorry for getting all bent out of shape about Game of Thrones earlier. I really put a, <laughs> put a damper on the first 20 minutes of the episode, but you know we'll get through it. Then Rachel talked for about 75 minutes about abortion. So yeah, this fine. is an episode that's gonna you know make or break you. I don't know yeah. what to tell you. It's a marathon. Yeah. every episode ever marathon podcasts marathon episode. Of a podcast. Hashtag dope monkeys. Do you know what that, that is like a horse is a horse, of course, of course. I think that's where we got back on track earlier was when I started doing the Mr. Ed lyrics. I think we got back on track. So we'll see. That's probably about 42 minutes in. Yeah. 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 We'll see. So Before we did after it, the soapbox, not sure. I feel like I, I feel like this is somewhat of a milestone episode, not because of the episode itself, but because the episode is so memorable because it was yeah, banned. We were like, oh, would can't we get wait here? To get to this? Would we episode? get here? Who yeah. knows? Will we do this for fifty weeks? We did. We did. We we've been doing this for almost a year now. Can you believe that? Almost fifty episodes. Yeah, we're coming up on that. I'm going to tell you, Broomheads, this is our 44th episode. Mm, getting there. Do you and we missed a couple. It'll be interesting to find out what our 50th episode is. Yeah. I hope it's a good one and not a car-stealing one. Car I kind of hope it's a car-stealing one. <laughs> I need a car-stealing one. <laughs> that one, honestly, for how dumb that episode was, it had really great moments in it. Like, I thought it was really funny, spray actually. Spray cheese. Yeah. We always bring up the spray cheese. The spray cheese. But who was the, the guy they were going to see? Kid Elric. Kid <laughs> Elric. And like the whole Kid radio Elric, station thing. I like, wonder, and just, DJ Mad Bullets. Yeah. So far, those are the fake uh, artists Bands that we care about. Oh, can I say one more thing? Yeah, totally of course. To say this. So there was the bit about uh, Toby and 
Jimmy were friends. Mm -hmm. And now Jimmy doesn't like Toby because Ashley dumped Jimmy. His stepsister dumped Jimmy. So Jimmy now does not like Toby. But Jimmy's fucking fine with Craig, who dated her right after him. Yeah. And then cheated on her. Yeah. But was Craig going to the DJ Mad Bullets concert? He didn't say. I mean, Craig might be too bad, too busy with his baby mama. But Craig is a Craig, of course, of course. <laughs> and no one can talk to a Craig. It's funny. Of course, like, I loved Craig, Craig when I first watched this, and I hate him so much now. Do you hate him at this moment? I don't hate him. I don't hate him. I dislike him. Yeah, he's a teenage boy. But I guess there are teenage boys on the show that I don't yeah. hate. I actually yeah. like JT a lot more than I thought I was. I was like reading him. a uh, someone in a Facebook group I'm in posted about problematic male characters the other day. I'm like, let's name all our favorite problematic male characters. And the first one that was used as the example in the post was Xander from Buffy. Um, it's very true. Uh, one of and my, it's like, oh, that's another person that I thought was hot when I was a teenager. He was one of my favorite characters on that show. I mean, mm-hmm. I like love all the characters on that show. But yeah, going back to watch that show now sometimes. But uh, listen. I still love that show. Yeah. And I still love Xander. But yes, he's a problematic male character. Problematic male human being in real life is yeah, the actor yeah. who plays Xander. Yeah. There's a lot there. He's got a lot going on. You like Buffy? I didn't watch it for very long. I love it. So I think that I would have liked it if I actually held on and watched it. I don't know. There were zombies and undead people, so maybe not. <laughs> I used to like more horror stuff when I was younger. Um but zombies particularly these days bug me because I don't, I mean, I know they're not real, but at the same time, it's it's still, they're really gross. Yeah. They're nervous. really gross. And those ones in Game of Thrones were particularly gross when you could actually see them. I love Buffy <laughs> though, but I like Buffy more than... Uh, uh, I loved X-Files. I love Buffy more than Game of Thrones. Oh, good. Okay. So. X-Files was like one of my favorite shows i came to the x-files very late i like it mm-hmm. i love it i, I have I not rewatched it. it and i i watched like two of those new episodes and i didn't even bother watching the rest of I them but i some really of really liked it i really i came to the x-files no shit like two three years ago because mm-hmm. my wife adrian who you hear on the podcast sometimes yelling at me uh is a is a big fan of the show and i love it but i love it I love the standalone episodes and the mythology shit is just a mess. Mm-hmm. It just gets all, it's so, so hard to find. And they lose the plot somewhere along the line and it really just becomes a mess. But there are some, like there's probably, I'd say 10 episodes of that show that are flawlessly great. And it's usually when mm-hmm. they're funny. Yeah, the one episode <clears throat> Monster of the Week ones are, are much ones better totally. than the conspiracy ones. And totally. that's why I eventually stopped watching it because it got too conspiracy heavy. Yep. And I'm not a conspiracy person because if I start thinking that way, I would lose my mind. Because I would literally be thinking that everything is a conspiracy. You think Lee Harvey Oswald killed JFK on his own? Probably. Mm. <laughs> Do you think that they actually put men on the moon? Nope. Really? Nope. I'm a conspiracy guy. <laughs> Oh. Not like a lunatic about uh-huh. it. Here's the thing. I probably think they put... I like to t- mm-hmm. to like go the other way. Do you sometimes. think that vaccines cause autism? 100%. Yeah, I would never <laughs> vaccinate my child. He has, <laughs> he's just like throwing up measles right now <laughs> out of his body. I rode my bike through Williamsburg, Bed-Stuy, measles territory the other week, Central. and I was like, I should be wearing a mask right now. <laughs> 
Measles, mumps, and rubella. Mm-hmm. I actually do believe that the the men landed on the moon. I certainly do not believe Lee Harvey Oswald acted alone. That I did. I, that yeah. I do not. I believe. don't. I I claim no knowledge on what happened to JFK because I have not honestly read oh, enough. He was about he it. was killed. He was killed. He was killed. Yes, you that. knew that. that I know part he was you murdered. Okay. I, but who did it? I have no claims on to what I believe happened there. It's probably some of those Game of Thrones zombies probably did it. <laughs> the Night King. All right, y'all. It's been real. If I do. It's, it's been very real. Really it's real. Been real. Yeah, we've been through it. We've been through the Except ringer. for the dragons and the zombies. Those they're aren't real. But they're metaphors <laughs> for motherhood. <laughs> and the zombies are metaphors for, I don't know, death, I mm-hmm. guess. Mm-hmm. Bye, everybody. Bye. We love you all so very, 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 very much. We're very happy to have you in our lives. Also, follow us on Instagram oh, at sparklespaz28 with two Zs. Write us an email at every episode ver at gmail.com. Sparkle spewers. And maybe also like uh, write, review, subscribe on iTunes. Send this to your pals. If you seek Amy. Yeah, send this two-hour-long episode to your pals as a starter. <laughs> if they can and, get through honestly, this, they can get through it. And, and also, here's anything. the other thing about this two-hour episode. It's not all that funny. But it's probably one of our best. <laughs> Sometimes we're very funny. This, I feel like I was not very funny in this one. But yeah. that's because... It's because was, you were mad at me about Game of Thrones for a while. Yeah. It, it was, That's yeah. true. At the beginning, I was mad. And then I got over it. Mm-hmm. And then we just, we figured it out. Yeah. It was much better written than I thought it would be. The Degrassi show? No, Game of Thrones. All right. All right. We're going to stop this now. Let's get out of here. Bye. We should do a Game of Thrones podcast since you've never seen it. (laughs) You just watch it, and then I just get mad at you every week. (laughs) We just do it live, and I'm like, what just happened? Who's that? (laughs) All right. We're going to say goodbye now for real. For real? Yeah, I think so. Bye. If I do.